It's here in the city, and we're here in the studio with Sabiha Khan, who is going to take us to Al Salam Poyeria, a halal chicken shop in um, East LA on Whittier Boulevard. Sabiha, thank you for coming into the studio. And tell us where we're going. Well, we're going to um, a halal poyeria. And as you said, a poyeria is a uh, live poultry shop where you can um, pick your chicken out and get it slaughtered to your liking. So who comes to visit the poyeria? Um, well, it's called a poeria, and that's a Spanish word. So most of the clientele um, are Spanish-speaking. They're from different parts of uh, Central America and Mexico. The owners are Egyptian, and they'd initially um, opened the shop up in the early 80s for you know, the Muslim population in L.A., which wasn't that much, but they thought, hey, you know, let's see what will happen. And lo and behold, all these Spanish-speaking customers started coming in. You know, Now that's who they serve. So, Sabiha, what makes a halal butcher so popular in East Los Angeles? Well, I talk both to Ahmed and, you know, the other owners of the store and customers, and there didn't necessarily seem to be an investment in the fact that the chicken was halal from the customer's point of view. And we're going to be hearing from Ahmed El-Rabat. His dad and uncle actually started the Poetia, and now he manages the store full time. Initially, my father and uncle started this business back in 1984. That's when we actually opened. It was my father's idea. He used to go down to Chinatown, kill, uh, you know, usually chicken um, for our own personal use for the house. And he came up with the idea, oh, why don't I do a similar business that would be targeting the Muslim community? In the beginning... Because one, this this community, East Los Angeles, there's not too many Muslims, or if, if any. Um, so it wasn't really successful as far as uh, for the Muslim community. They didn't work out, and it just ended up being that we, because of uh, uh, kind of wasn't studied or anything, it was more luck, that we ended up in East LA with a community that like fresh poultry or fresh any anything really fresh um so it kind of worked out that way that it ended up being initially for halal and muslims that it ended up being um uh, in east la with a lot of majority latinos eating now they're eating halal but <laughs> it really doesn't i don't think it matters to them they just it, it matters that it is fresh and it's a quality product i mean sometimes For instance, like on the walls, there's Quranic verses, there's pictures of Mecca, um, there's Quranic recitation playing on a boombox. And, you know, sometimes the customers ask, you know, what's that? Or that's kind of cool, but that doesn't really influence their decision to buy the chicken. I mean, that's part of their culture. The customers I talked to, they said, you know, um, we, you know, having really a really good chicken broth or a chicken soup is really important. And the fact that it'd be fresh rather than refrigerated is because refrigerated meat has bacteria in it and the blood hasn't been drained out. So, um, you know, um, it seemed to be more of a concern for health and cultural traditions rather than, you know, the fact that the chicken was slaughtered according to Muslim dietary law. The standards of halal meat are much in line with what the customers were talking about 
that their traditions were. That, you know, the whole idea of halal meat is that, well, first of all, the chicken is, or the animal is raised, raised sustainably, fed a vegetarian diet, and then it's slaughtered in such a way that bo- both jugular veins are cut at the same time so that all blood is, all the blood is drained, like, completely, and then there's no risk of, like, bacteria. It's really different than going into Albertsons and buying a six-pack of chicken breasts, which essentially is sliced up for you and put on a white, a yellow styrofoam platter with plastic and a date. So there's a difference there. Did they talk to you about this at um, El Salam Poyeria? Well, they didn't necessarily mention that, oh, we you know, have a relationship with the chicken before we slaughter it or anything like that. But uh, they seem to have a distaste for chicken that had been sitting around for days after it was killed. Um, They thought that was just, there was a kind of ick factor to that, I noticed, uh, both among the customers and um, Ahmed, the manager. Um, So, I mean, they they were just, most people were like, you know, we want what's clean and what's healthy and what tastes good. And... That was really the kind of main criteria for them. So, you know. yeah, that, that's true. I, I mean, I've seen it firsthand that some people just eat meat. They don't, you know, you just give them a piece of meat and they'll cook it. I mean, it could be filet mignon and you know, seven dollar, eight dollar a pound meat, and they'll use it to for a stew. <laughs> so some people don't don't know what the meat is for. You know, they'll. They'll use T-bone and make it into, they'll cut it, they want it in small pieces, make it into into a stew also. So, yeah, there is a lot of people that don't know the different cuts of meat and, you know, how, what, if you prepare it the correct way, you'll, how tasty it will be. So before you go, I want to ask you, what does it look like and smell like and sound like at the Poyerdia when you walk in? <clears throat> the smell can be overpowering. Um, especially, you know, um, one of the, the cutting room actually faces the street. So if you pass that part of the storefront, you smell blood and guts, basically. So if you're not used to that, um, be prepared, maybe take a clothespin and pin your nostril shut or something. Um, but, uh, in a way, I think it's a good thing to smell that because, um, I don't think buying meat should be a sterile experience. I mean, obviously the environment should be sterile, but I mean, you should be confronted with the blood and guts factor because then you realize what's being sacrificed for you to enjoy that meat. Sabiha Khan, thank you so much for talking with us on Here in the City. Sure, thanks. Thanks for having me.